LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Scott Sanders. I'm Derek Hanna. Well, welcome to the 200th episode of The One Thing. 200 episodes. You sound excited, Scott. <laughs> I'd never get excited. No. Uh, the One Thing, as always, is a podcast, even at our 200th episode, designed to give you one solid practical tip for Gospel Centre Ministry every Monday. And it would be remiss not to throw a few uh, thank yous out there today. So uh, I don't think we get to 200 without Mark Hadley. You know, pushing us and driving us, making us organised, giving us uh, scripts, getting us to think about questions, getting us to listen to ourselves. Uh, and oh, so, Mark, cool uh, yeah, Mark, very, uh, very thankful for what you know God did through you, and uh, and that we've got to 200 episodes as well. Also, um, thanks to Daniel Im and Todd Atkins. They showed us how effortlessly easy it was to uh, to record a podcast, and so. Uh, you know, we did one of our first ones in a lounge room, and they just showed. You know, you just need a microphone, a few questions, and uh, and just the will to just keep recording week in, week out. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. And look, let's not let's not kid ourselves. They taught us how to do a podcast, but not do it well. Um, <laughs> So we do that all by ourselves. That's true. <laughs> I've always thought that would be the book I'd write in life. Derek Hannah, mediocrity at its best. Um, and anyway, who who else? Who else would you like? Well, to a final and a final shout out. Uh, you don't hear him. I think he's been on one episode, but uh, Tom Patterson. Uh, he's been driving us probably the last sort of 50, 60 episodes, uh, ensuring that we get out of bed in the morning, put on our beautiful faces, and get ready to record. Yes, because beautiful faces are important for recording that sort of, But he's done a great job picking up from where Mark Hadley uh, laid the foundations. It's, uh, it's excellent. But for now, you've pressed play on another episode of The One Thing, 200 More Church Plants. Well, so far, Geneva Push has helped a little over 100 churches get started across Australia. Derek, what have we learned along the way? Well, many, many things. You can throw in here as well because you uh, you've been around for all those 200. I'm just a Johnny come lately. But um, we, we've been doing a, a, a what we call a network learning survey over the last few months just to hear from all the churches across that 100-plus uh, churches that, that we've, we've seen launched across Australia. And so just let me give you a few things um, that we're seeing in the, the kind of preliminary uh, results of that. The full results report going to be at the end of November, so look out for that. But... Here's some things which we saw as we've been gathering data. One, um, it, the bigger the launch team, the faster the growth uh, for church plants. Now, that doesn't mean you should always launch with a massive team, although you want um, momentum and you want size in there. It's just not always feasible to, to launch with 70, 80 people, particularly if you're parachuting in somewhere. But we are seeing that that um, the bigger the launch team, the faster the growth up to that kind of 200 barrier um, and as well that, that there's a consistent thread with church plans is where a lot of other uh, churches across Australia are, are plateauing or declining church plans have a growth dynamic so they actually do grow they are growing over time not just in the first two years but over the first four five six years that they're growing so um, uh, yeah churches have so it has, has not only dynamic. that immediate impact but it also has that long-term impact as well 
Yeah, they they know they know what it looks like to grow and integrate people um, and reach people as well. And that's probably the second thing as well there that um, there is an evangelistic effectiveness to church plans. We knew that from our study in 2015, but we've seen that consistently over the past few years also. The the thing that was interesting in the study though was showed that evangelistic effectiveness does drop off over time in church plants. Um, so it, it often is around that, that 8 to 9% mark um, of the overall attendance in terms of reaching new people, seeing first-time conversions in the first couple of years. But it drops down to about 3 or 4% after about uh, 3, 4, 5 years. Um, and a number of the leaders that we surveyed that got back to us on this uh, identified that this was one of the challenges that uh, that they needed to keep pushing back into uh, evangelism and mission. And one of them, a quote from one of them, he said, "You know, you, you can never take your foot off the mission pedal, and if I do, even for a little while, everyone does." And I think that's the reality of church plans. As, as it grows, and you need to create other structures in order to care for people and love people and integrate people, and those become more complex. Your focus um, does shift to other areas as well. As well, in the early days of church planning, uh, you really just can go hard at mission without being distracted. Not distracted is the wrong word, but without having to navigate other things. So, yeah. What uh, What other things? What other things did you find? Uh, well, just uh, let me say two things very quickly and then lead to the last two things. Uh, good co- coaching is absolutely key. And we know that as a network, good coaching makes a massive impact on the health of church leaders and churches themselves. Secondly, uh, venues for church plants are a huge issue. Um, often church plants are moving three, four times uh, in the first uh, four or five years. And that's just massive disruption. And you just think of all the time searching for a new venue when you know you're going to get kicked out. Uh, you're spending your time doing that and then moving and then talking to people about it when you could be doing other things. Venue is just a massive issue for most church plants that don't have a building. Um, but let me mention these two things uh, that, that plant has raised. One is leadership uh, development and delegation. They said that's really challenging. Because often church planners are so used to doing stuff themselves um, that to step back and start to empower other people and to delegate and to raise up leaders, uh, which takes time and can take time away from you being on the front lines doing stuff. Uh, they said that was one area that they realised. In hindsight, if they did it again, they would uh, need to work out how to delegate better and develop uh, better and earlier. Uh, here's the last one. Here's the last one that stood out. There's lots of other things, but these are the big ones. This one for me, I, I think this is really telling, particularly this time in COVID as well. There's a, a huge relational and emotional toll for church planners. Now, if you're leading any ministry and you're leading any church, this is true. Uh, but I'm flagging this here because this came up again and again in the network learning survey, that there is a huge relational emotional toll for church planters, uh, men and women in this, because you start in the trenches with these people who launch with you. And when things change over time, relationships change. And um, what we're seeing is people report uh, who have planted a church that those those relationship changes, those relationship fractures sometimes, uh, the wounds cut really, really deep. Uh, there was an, a relational and an emotional toll to planting a church because you are so close to people at the start and things do change quite rapidly and that changes the relationships. Uh, so, yeah, lots of leaders responded uh, with that concern. So when can we when can we uh, get this 
network learning survey. When when can we uh, get the? Oh, you'll get, get it when it's ready. Just ease up. <laughs> um, uh, end of November. That's that's the goal uh, to have it. Uh, we're just uh, hopefully getting back a few more responses at the moment. We've been doing some preliminary analysis, which is what you've some of you just heard there. But we'll put the report together over the next few months and release it. The Geneva Push Network has always been seeking to learn from others. Uh, really excited about you know seeing some of these learnings and hearing from what Australian church planners have been. Uh, doing over the last uh, little while as well. But I'd like to talk about something far more significant, and that's the 200 goal of Geneva Push. What's that all about? Uh, well, the hope is that by 2030, we see 200 more churches launched across Australia. Um, that's that's the vision for us within Geneva Push, which is a planning arm of Rich Australia. Um, so alongside you know the stuff that, uh, we're working with the established church that you're all over, Scott, and I'm sure people have, have heard us talk about because it's so hugely important to also revitalise and re-energise and support leaders who are leading established churches. So, you know, as long as well as 500 leaders invested in developed in established churches, we want to see 200 more churches launched by 2030. Um, now, Derek, now, it's I, taken it's taken 10 years to get 100, yeah. and you're saying in the next 10 years you want to see 200. Are you, you know, just sort of, is this pie in the sky thinking? Are we actually going to see it happen? Well, I hadn't really thought about it before you, <laughs> you put it that starkly, Scott. Thanks very much. Now I'm panicking. I'm in a cold sweat. Um, it's, no, it's not pie in the sky, I don't think. Uh, it's not. I I think 12 months ago I was feeling very nervous about 200 more. <laughs> very nervous. And I'm still, I'm still, well, nervous is the wrong word. Um, it, it feels like a long way away. But I think the last 12 months, even during COVID, and this is a fascinating thing, how uh, even during COVID and lockdown and the slowing of momentum and all that impact, um, I think still I've come, I'm at the moment um, at a point where I think 200 is a long way, 200 more is a long way away. But some of the things that I'm seeing God do across the country and some of the, the, the things that uh, the, the leaders I'm seeing put their hand up to step forward, I think actually God, this is God's work. And if it's going to come about, he's going to bring it about. And, you know, I, I'm watching him uh, stir things up, stir people up, I'm watching pieces fall into place that I would never have been able to draw together. So I think, yeah, 200 churches is a long way away. But I reckon we can get there. I reckon we can get more, to be honest. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's not pie in the sky. I think it's realistic. So, Derek, you spoke a little bit about Reach Australia. How does what we're doing in terms of revitalizing churches fit with Geneva Push and church planning? Well, you tell me. You've been doing this longer than I have. Uh, come on. No, I don't. No, I you're, know the, the you're the talent. Like... You're the talent in this, son, and I'm, a, and I'm the interviewer. I'm asking the questions, all right? This is what the script is saying. <laughs> Never in my life have I ever been referred to non-sarcastically as talent. Um, uh, how does it fit with, with Reach Australia? Well, I... I, someone said to me a while ago that when I spoke at a conference sometime in the distant past, um, I, it was just a small cameo, uh, but it seemed to come across as if the only solution to reaching Australia is church planning. Um, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. But I do think that church planning is an absolutely key piece of doing it. I think we need to revitalise and re-energise and support leaders within established churches and... We need to plant churches, and those two things are symbiotic. 
Uh, one cannot, we cannot reach Australia as a whole if we don't do both of those things. Uh, and so to put them in opposition against each other is just nuts. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, and so I, I lead Geneva Push, which is a planting arm of Reach Australia, but I'm not doing that in competition with the established arm of Reach Australia. We are working together um, in order to see people one for Christ. That is the goal. And so that's how it fits. You know, we, we are, within the team working together. That's true, isn't it? Well, some would say that uh, the work I'm doing is only so that we can see more church planting happening. Some would say that, you know, I'm, it's revitalizing. If I, I just need to get healthy so that we can plant more churches. What would you say to right. that? <laughs> well, what would I say to that? Well, I know you don't think that for starters, and I know that's not what you're... So I, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go into bat for you there, Scott. But I think, no, no, we, we revitalize and re-energize churches in order to reach people. If it could be shown... If it could be shown that the most effective way of reaching people was not to plant churches, but just to grow established churches, and church planting did nothing to move the needle, then I would say, let's not church plant. Let's just pour our energy into established churches. But I don't think that's the case. I think that new churches do reach new people, and they do try things that established churches can't, but I think the reality is as well, we can't only ch- plant churches. Established churches uh, draw people and connect with people and nurture people in different ways than church plants do. So we need both. And so anyway, the, I, I know you and I, uh, neither of us believe we should only plant, neither of us believe we should only help establish churches in order to plant. But I think all of us need to be convinced, no matter where we are, of what we're doing and how it, it contributes to that bigger vision of not just seeing churches planted, not just seeing leaders developed, but seeing people reached. If you're not convinced of that, then, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what to do then. What should <laughs> well, they do? I don't know. What did you do? Give us, uh, give us a picture then of some of the new churches that have been recently planted. Okay. Um, oh, well, you just think in Perth at the moment, uh, this year, uh, the Dodds have, have planted out of Bull Creek, so they're planting Victoria Park in, in Perth. Uh, Bayswater out of Providence Church, so Paul and Beck Young uh, have planted in there. I was talking to a young guy uh, who's uh, planning into High Wickham uh, prayerfully next year. That's the goal. And so there are new churches sprouting up in Perth. I know in Adelaide as well that uh, the, the Trinity Network, for example, they're uh, planting a number of churches within the next 12 months. Um, so they've got a number on the plan, on the, the cards for that, and they're working hard towards that. I mean, it's a whole bunch of other things that are going on for them as well. Uh, I know in Dubbo as well, uh, the Dubbo Prezi guys are planting a campus in a multi-site context there. And uh, so there's, there's churches, oh, look, in Sydney as well, Church by the Bridge, uh, planting in Macquarie Park with the Wests. So there are churches happening all over the country and all over the place, and lots. And what's we don't what's know helpful in all those stories is you've all you've referenced all their sending church, you know, yeah. church planting, church planting needs healthy, evangelistic, you know, vibrant sending churches. Yeah. Um, you know, that's well, where core teams are are envisaged and launch teams are raised, and you know, money and prayer and resources are, are utilized for seeing you know kingdom growth all over Australia. Yeah, well, I was so encouraged. I was talking to a, a young guy yesterday, just great young guy, huge heart for the gospel. Uh, I was so encouraged by hearing the way he spoke about the church that he's encouraging and sending him. 
This is not, they're not reluctant in doing it. They're losing a great young leader. They, they're losing, they're, losing. They're, sending, and they're sending people from their church and it's going to cost them financially. But that wasn't the conversation. The conversation was they could not wait to see a new uh, church launched over in this place in, in order to see these people reach. It was so encouraging to hear that. Well, we want to finish this episode just hearing more about the vision of Geneva Push, reiterated by a few planters from Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane and Adelaide. Have a listen to this audio clip. The National Church Life Survey tells us that most Australians don't even know a Christian. So to reach this country, we have some work to do. We're living in an increasingly secular age where the number of Australians attending church each week is less than 10%. And the number of people ticking no religion on the census is steadily on the rise. The church is God's vehicle to advance the gospel and grow believers to bring the message of salvation to the world. New churches are five times better than established churches at reaching people who don't regularly attend church. People are lost without Jesus. The best way to reach people is to plant new churches. New churches reach new people. A third of the average church plant is made up of people who've never been part of a church. That's why Geneva are committed to planting hundreds of churches across Australia. We're a non-denominational, theologically driven Australian network. Geneva Push aims to inspire, equip and unleash a new generation of church planters for the hard work of evangelising churches into existence across Australia. With God's strength, we're inspiring men and women with the vision of establishing healthy church planting churches. And aiming to recruit thousands of planters and team members to reach the millions of lost people across our country. We're equipping church planters by offering clear, effective and rigorous assessment. Ensuring the people sent out and their plans are the best suited for building healthy, evangelistic churches. We're unleashing a network of generous church planters. And strengthening them by developing a peer network, effective coaching and quality Australian resources. Okay, so Derek, what's the one thing you want to say about Reach Australia's Geneva Pushes vision to see 200 more churches planted. I want to say I would love you to join me in prayer for this. I think I, I will often push to uh, saying if you can plant a church, you should think about planting a church. Where are the next generation of leaders going to come from? I, all those things are true and I want to keep saying it. But if I'm going to say one thing, I say join me in prayer that it wouldn't just be 200 either. It would be hundreds more and they wouldn't just be movement of Christians, there would be churches that are evangelized into existence. So I'm going to ask people to pray for that. Well, let me draw you to the toolbox today. Obviously, if you want to find out more about church planning, head to GenevaPush.com. The other thing is, well, can I encourage you to jump on the website and click on a few planters and the links to planting across Australia and pray for those planters. Pray that they'd be uh, training, equipping, raising up new planters. Uh, pray that those pastors would be strengthened uh, for the, the hard work of planting churches across Australia. Well, I'm Scott Sanders. I'm Derek Hannah. Chat soon.